0: friends, I have some questions for you. Do you feel overwhelmed at the idea of studying the Bible? Does reading the Bible feel like too much for you? Or maybe you just need some more encouragement and equipment to do so every day. Today, we are talking with my friend, Abby Reich. And Abby is a professional speaker, Bible teacher, author, and former high school teacher. She has a passion for helping women grow in their faith when life hasn't turned out as planned. She has had the opportunity to share her story on Ellen the Today Show and as a contestant on the Biggest Loser. Ladies, you need to buckle up, grab a notebook, pen and your coffee or or tea if you must, but and <laughs> get prepared for this conversation. Abby, welcome. Thank you so much for
1: coming. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited. I love Hi. talking about the Bible.
0: Yes, it's like, you know, all the reasons. So, I, um, we're just going to get to the nitty gritty and we're going to drill down on why we're going to start with the biggest question first. Why do we need to read the Bible?
1: Okay. The first thing I want everyone to do is there's this sense of that. You're a good girl or a good Christian. If you read your Bible and then you get to check it off your list and then you're good. And, and that's the mindset that I just want to throw out the window and it's more about Everything changed for me i when I got into the Word of God, and so that's where this passion comes from, but it comes from not in a hi, I'm Abby, I'm a Bible teacher kind of way. It comes from i was uh, I was living in the world, and I began to believe everything that the world said about God, and so deep down in the recesses of my heart, I believed that God hated me. And when I finally admitted that, there was this wooing me back home. And I, uh, for the first time in my life, when I approached the Bible, it was from the sense of God, I just want to know who you are. I just need to know who you say you are, not who the world says you are. I need to know who you are. And from that endeavor, That is where I went from being saved, which I accepted Christ when I was six. And I believe that I was saved, but I was not surrendered until about 12 years ago. And, and, And maybe I was surrendered as the sanctification went on, but there is a marked difference 12 years ago till today. Where instead of writing that, oh, I'm so on fire for Christ and reading my Bible every day (laughs) to then being months. And then it's been more of that steady sanctification and realizing there is nothing more powerful than just hearing God speak through his word.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's funny because you hit on a lot of like the messaging that I've used for this virtual event Mm -hmm. in that we're just done with the checklist Christianity. We're done with like the good girls. Oh wait, now I, I stink and I failed and I'm not so good. And we see that there's this opportunity out there for intimacy and knowing him. And some of us are like, I want that so bad that I'm ready to do what it takes. And others still have that mindset of like, well, I'm not good enough or smart enough, or I don't have a master's in
1: yada, yada, yada. Right. Okay. Let's talk about that. So, <laughs> Okay. So first of all, let's clear up the fact that I'm very prideful. I'm prideful. I was a very good student. I was very smart. I skipped a year of high school. I have a master's degree, pat myself on the back. No, I mean, none of that matters. I would try and read the Bible and it was literally like I was sitting in a dark room, squinting my eyes and nothing made sense. And so I don't like to feel stupid. And I've learned that I don't think anyone really wants to feel stupid. But there were just some very important things that I needed to do to where the Bible just came alive. Yeah. You know, I'd heard people talk about, oh, the Bible's my favorite book and all this. And I was like, really? Oh, okay, cool. (laughs) I'm struggling to understand the Bible, right? And the first thing that I did is I had to get out of the notion that, okay, so this is where my teacher brain comes in. So bring it. Try to say this like, or not be so verbose with it. Anyway, (laughs) our brains process information differently, okay? So, first and foremost, there is not one translation of the bible that is basically if the niv doesn't make sense to you you don't have to read the niv obviously there are some that looser translations that i would say were translations not so much for the uh, for bible actual literal bible and i love the king james bible and 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 all of that but if that language was written for that day to be understood God did not write the Bible for only scholars to understand. And so I'm a huge fan of the new living translation, especially when you're getting started or I really like the CSB Bible. Let me put my caveat, not the HSCB, but the C uh, the, just the CSB. Those are such readable Bibles. And so the way the Greek and Hebrew were translated, if it's word for word, it doesn't take into account for idioms. Mm -hmm. And so whenever we have a more readable version, that is going to help. So I always say the best translation or the best version is the one you're going to read and the one that makes the most sense in your mind. I have friends of mine that are like, I love the ESV or I love the NIV. And I'm like, I'm so happy for you. I mean, that is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> but for we can you. Different, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so like I said, if you are having trouble understanding, that's going to be my first tip is to just switch the, switch the version. And I'm going to highly recommend those two CSB or new living. So right. I'm throw that in there.
0: I know. I love that. And I love your, the easiest Bible to, what did you say? The easiest Bible to read is actually one that you read. Like.
1: If that's you the, don't, that's the best one. That's the yes. best translation.
0: Yes. If you don't, if you're caught
1: up on
0: the most proper, the most, I don't even know all the things that the people like outside of this conversation can argue about, leave uh, that to them. Just get a Bible that works for you. And thankfully we live in a world where they are available. You know, they can show up to your door in 48 hours. And so uh, if you have a King James Bible, or maybe you have your great grandma's Bible, that's great. Put it in a box or leave it on your nightstand. And grab one that you can actually read and understand. There's no point in reading it. Okay, that's not fair. But, you know, if you can't actually understand it.
1: No, but as you're getting into it, I think it's going to just illuminate things in a new way. The, The second thing that was most transformative for me. So I got my new living translation. And then the next thing that I did is instead of reading the Bible for it to serve me basically, Lord, give me a word or comfort my heart or whatever it is that I needed from God, instead of reading the Bible from a selfish perspective, my entire goal was, Lord, I want to know who you are. Yeah. And I'm telling you, when we talk about that, the Lord answers prayers, according to his will, his will is for you to know him. And so when you approach it from that direction, from that heart, from that heart, um, I think God is going to, I'm not going to say, I think God's word tells us that he will bless that endeavor.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, yes, I love that because he is a loving father. You hear it all the time, but that is who he is. And so a loving father wants his children to know him. And what we see a little bit in the world is, which we'll move on to context in just a second too, but is that when we pick and choose those scriptures that work for me, like, don't get me wrong. There are times where I'm upset. I'm frustrated. I'm like, yes, let me just memorize the scripture that tells me to keep my mouth shut, like yes. totally appropriate. Yes, But that is different than studying the Bible, reading the Bible to know who God is. I tell a lot of women, like, if we can't apply him to ourselves, like, we can't know our identity. We can't necessarily, like, ask God for all of the things. If we don't know who he is, we don't know whose promises are. We don't know that he's actually good and faithful because we haven't read it in his word, right? Like, we, if we don't know the characteristics of God, it's hard for us to... Come to him with things to just know him fully, and that is all of our desire is to really just know him fully. So we're getting new translations, <laughs> right, yes. Addy? Yeah. And we are not Unless reading. You love yours. Yes. Yes. You that's true. Pick. That's true. And we're not reading for self—not selfish, but to serve ourselves
1: <laughs> first. I mean exactly I, that yes. we put God at the forefront because it gives us an appropriate posture
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I, I and this is one of those things where it's like this is where I feel like this Titus 2 mentorship is because I've been in the prodigal I've been in the pit and and, and all of that yucko. so there's There's no condemnation of what I'm saying, but I wish that someone had just told me the truth and not sugarcoated it and said like, oh, bless your heart. You're in sin. You know, let's coddle you back to the word. But the word needs no coddling. The fact is, is that our view of who God is, it is the most important thing that any human on this earth, their view of who God is shapes everything every decision and, and for here and eternity, whether they believe or don't believe or who they think he is. And so when I say it puts you in a proper perspective of you are God and I am not. And so there is a respect and reverence that comes with that. That's not a pretend. Let me pretend to be holy. Like you said, I mean, Life's too hard to pretend Christianity. God, I mean, God tells us we're going to suffer, but I need to know who God is because even in the most horrific sufferings, I can say without a shadow of a doubt, God is not only who I thought him to be, but infinitely more in a non, oh, my life's perfect. So I love Jesus kind of way. And that is what I want every woman to know is that God will be with you through the nitty and the gritty. It is not for you to clean yourself up. It is not for you to try and save yourself. Only the blood of Christ can save you. So once you have that, then you can go boldly to the throne and say, Lord, sanctify me, show me who you are through your word, and it will change every aspect of who you are. Yeah yeah
0: amen let's preach uh yes it'll change every aspect of who we are by even by simply falling more in love with god like falling Uh, more in love with him means that we are in a relationship and we are learning his character and we're talking to him and reading about him like i feel like so many times when i mentored youth that was the thing the cleaning themselves up oh in order to be like a holy christian I need to stop listening to rap music. Your girl used to listen to gangster rap. Just forgive me. But, uh, you know, like stop doing this or stop cussing or whatever. And I would have so many conversations where it's like, let's flip that on the head because he loves you right now. He knew that you had a potty mouth when he was hanging on the cross, like just a thought. And instead, when we fall more in love with him, he draws himself and draws us near to him. And that stuff just fades away. I don't actually want to talk like a sailor anymore. I want my words to be living and true because that's what the Bible says. And you know what I mean? Like he does that for us, not us.
1: (laughs) And only he, I mean, and that's the difference is, is that the Holy spirit will convict you without wounding you. Yes, It's not this because we're told there's no condemnation in Christ. Yeah. And so there's no condemnation, but our fruit our outer does change because we're, we are that new creation in Christ. And being in the word and knowing who God is, then that is where we are so sanctified. And there is a peace and a joy that comes from really knowing who God is, that it's it's not that God's, you know, oh, Sally did not read her Bible this month. It's Sally that's going to miss out because she didn't read her Bible this month. Not because God doesn't love her any as much, but because there is a peace and a joy that transcends our circumstances. When we know who God is, when we are in his word and when we have that truth permeating our minds, in our hearts, because that is where the enemy will get us every time in our minds. The enemy wants you anxious, scared, chaotic, and, and, and all these spiraling thoughts. And that is the opposite of what God's word says. My peace, I leave with you. And so whenever you're in the word, then you're saturating your mind with the truth, where then you can take those things captive and say, uh-uh, that's, that's not true. It may feel true right now but my feelings aren't facts. And so I'm going to get into what God's word says. And so that's where that transformation comes because God is who he says he is. So good.
0: Yes. So what about, you gave us two practical tips too, but where else, like if I'm, we're on board, we're like, yes, Abby, this is all very true. I want this. Where do we start when we don't know where to start?
1: I love this question. Okay. So if you're watching and you're really a type of A and, and you think, okay, well I have to start at the beginning of the Bible, right? Because the Bible starts in Genesis and it ends in uh revelation. And so then you get into Genesis and it's, you know, a lot of chapters. It's very, very long. I mean, it covers a great span. Okay. Let me just free you and say in the Bible, there are 66 different books. Mm -hmm. They're all individual books and you do not have to start in Genesis. And so what I always encourage people to do is to start with a really short book of the Bible. Jude is a great book of the Bible because I believe it has 26 verses. One chapter, 26 (laughs) verses. Um, Third John is another one. is one chapter. So what I suggest you do is to find short chapters and read those. And then you know what you can say, Hey, I read a book of the Bible. Yes. I finished a book of the Bible because I do believe that mentally success begets success. And so when you take that overwhelm away of oh my goodness, all the lineages and all that kind of stuff. Here's the thing. You're going to grow to love the lineages because you're going to learn that lineage is simply God's promises fulfilled. So there will be that time where you will get into those genealogies and you will not think they are boring. You're going to say, oh my gosh, God is so incredibly amazing because this is evidence of, of just how faithful he is. But that's not where you start when you start reading the Bible. And so... Again, I'm a firm believer. I think for theology, John is a just an incredible book to start with, the Gospel of John. But if you are truly thinking, okay, I've started before and I'm really nervous, I say pick the books of the Bible that have one chapter or two chapters and then celebrate that and realize that as with anything, the more you do it the more confidence you're going to have in it and the more it's just going to be more comfortable. And so the more books that you can say, Hey, I read that one. I read that one. And not in the check, not in the list checking sort of way, but in that, just you need a win. That's a great win. I love it.
0: Yes. I love that. I actually shared that with somebody because you told me that I was like, that is so smart. And even if like, there's other things too, where, like you said, you'll grow, you might hear on Instagram, this preacher preach from Leviticus and you're like, whoa, this person's smart and whatever you will come to know and love the old Testament. But again, it's like maybe not the first place to start.
1: <laughs> and, and so smallest to, chapter. And you're talking to somebody that I love the old Testament mm-hmm. with a fervent yes. passion and I I mean, and I'm not, and people think I'm joking or, or whatever, but Leviticus is my favorite book in the Bible. I think if you want to know the character of God, it's in Leviticus, but I never recommend someone start with that because no. you will think I'm crazy and I'm I'm okay with that. But, <laughs> um, one of these days I'm that my Leviticus book is going to come out and people are going to be like, Oh my goodness. Now we she know why you love crazy. it. It's my favorite <laughs> book too. Yes. Yes. So shortest
0: book, New Testament, and then work your way to those. Um, yes. Yeah.
1: That's great advice. I love that.
0: What about study Bibles?
1: What do we do with those? Okay. I'm a huge fan of the study Bible, um, but there's one little caveat that I will say with this. The other part, and I don't know how tangible this is, but there are mysteries in the Bible that, that we will never understand. And so part of it is sitting with scriptures that you don't understand Yeah, because the Bible, the the word tells us that the Bible is alive and it is active. And that is so, so true. And I never understood that until I started when, like I said, whenever God wooed me back home and I really got into the word. And so we're in this, I mean, and it gets scarier and scarier how instant our world is. I mean, if we click on a link and it doesn't pop up in one to two seconds, I mean, that's way too long for it to load. And so we bring that same impatience to the word of God. And so there needs to be this lack of rush. Mm -hmm when you approach the word, not only in your reading to think, Oh, well, I'm distracted and I've read this and Oh, but I don't get it. So it's too hard for me. That's lazy. That's my, that's my Titus too. I love you. i have to tell you that, that here's the thing we are going to become more and more distracted. Uh, My attention span is not what it used to be because there's so much stimulus all the time. The beauty is that if you have a hard, like, let's say that you struggle with reading, right? Like that just reading is hard for you. you there, You can go to the Bible app and have that read it to you for free. And there's every translation. So you could try out a ton of different ones to figure out which one you like. But you can read along with it as you're listening to it. Another tip too is to read the word of God out loud. And here's the other thing. If your kids are around, if you've got kids running around, it's okay. If they're distracting you, you can still be reading the word of God out loud and let them see that and hear that as well. And, and so that's really the thing is that, okay, I I hit on a lot of different things there. Sorry. but The big thing is don't expect it to be an instant answer. Yeah. And so while I, I mean, I am a big fan of the study Bible, I will also say always keep in mind that the Word of God is inerrant, there are no errors in the Word of God. Someone's commentary, you test that against what God's Word says. So, some commentary is certainly better than others. And so, with your study Bibles, you're going to get commentary. I love the life application, study Bible, new living translation. Okay. I'm just, I love it. Um, I just got the CSB study Bible and I'm getting used to it too. Um, and that can give you insight into the historical context because when you're reading the Bible, the goal is to understand what was God really trying to say? Not what do I understand it? Let me say this. So whenever I was studying Leviticus, whenever they would bring their um, sacrifices to the Lord to atone for sin, God would tell them to bring the fat, bring the fat first. And in my mind, I'm like, well, fat is terrible. Why would God want what's gross? But that was not it. You see, I was putting my own understanding or my own culture, you know, that fat is bad. And fat is flavorful, fat is the best. And so God was not saying, bring me something gross. He was saying, bring me your best. And so that's where I always say, figure out what the culture was and what God was really trying to say, not what, what you, you know, what it meant to you and your, your culture. Did that answer, did I even answer that question? I just talked a lot, not even (laughs) sure
0: I answered it that was no that was perfect I yes because really stop it was like a step a right if you're the woman who needs to get in the bible we've talked practical tips to just get in the bible easiest translation start with the shortest book new testament those sort of things but then maybe for this other woman maybe you're like okay I do read my bible but like what's the next step and you hear okay well get a study bible get the lexicons get a blah, blah, blah dictionary. You know what I mean? And so you're just putting it in truth because you love us and also a practical way. Like you are right. I, I will add like a, my little mama bear too is just like I love, like if I'm feeling anxious, I want to go to the word and read scripture on anxious so I can get it into my mind. Right. I also think there's a time and place for devotionals and that I love devotionals. There's some devotionals that have like truly transformed the way I think about God. But my like addition is get in the word of God before you add a study Bible, before you add the devotional, before you add the other things, get used to reading that before you read someone's opinion about God, because devotionals, though they're great, it's more someone's opinion about a topic than it is right about the word of God. And so reading the Bible. And as like American students, we are so used to, like Abby said, reading from beginning to end, and it's a story and we read it once and we're done. Like, I love reading. I don't really read books twice because there's like so many books out there. Right. And so Mm -hmm. this is not true with the Bible. So we have to take that idea that we've been like indoctrinated with, because we all went to school and throw it away and know that I've read Ephesians like 20, what's the date, 25 times In the last month, because I just keep reading it over and over. It's what he's asked me to do. I don't know why, but so there's some things that you're just going to keep reading, but get in the word of God first, before you add to the study Bible. But for those that are ready
1: for the study Bible, that is why I was asking. And I love that. So let me say this too. The whole purpose of the study Bible is to help you put it into proper context. Okay. It's so important. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Um, I have a whole thing on context via uh, an Allstate commercial. I'll let, I'll, 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 I'll talk about that more at a different time, yeah. but I, I'm a firm believer, like I said, that there's um, a need for reading, just reading, mm-hmm. just to read the word of God. There's a need to study the word of God. There's a need to sit and ponder with the word of God there. That's that's a healthy diet. And I will say that I would use devotionals as dessert. Now, obviously I'm a big fan of dessert, but um, if that's all you're getting, you are missing out so much. Yeah. Because I always say it, it may make you feel good and you, you may be ready to you know take, all, take on your day. But if you don't know who God is, there are a lot of voices out there these days. And our flesh is going to be bent on what appeals to us. Whereas the word of God, then once you know that, then you can test those things. And so, like I said, it may make you feel good, but I don't know that it's going to bear the kind of life changing fruit Mm -hmm. that you're going to exhibit when you are actually in the word.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because I've heard that as well. Like, well, I read jesus calling every single day and and this is not a down put on jesus calling really? or devotionals this is just saying if mo if you're starting there then start there but here is more like this is actually where we want to get to because like we talked about in the beginning we want to know ultimately who god is and we want to be changed by who he is and so that happens when we're in the word of god and eating our meat this- before dessert
1: I read, um, I know, I read something recently that was that people that were in the word like once a week, there wasn't a big change. Twice a week, there wasn't that big of a change. Even three times a week, there wasn't a big change. It The change really started happening when you were in the word four days a week. Now, mm. not to get legalistic and not where you're thinking, oh, I thought, only did three this week. I'm not changed. I mean, I'm not saying that at all. But whenever, I always say that you test something by the fruit it bears, right? And so if we keep doing, if we're not growing in our faith or or we feel like our faith is stale or we're kind of, you know, just same old, same old, whatever, then that's where you have to examine and just have a real honest conversation with yourself of, well, what do I need to do differently? And so that's where I will say that I'm, I'm a firm believer. You need to be in a local body of a church, um, and you need to be sitting under a pastor that is faithful to the scriptures, um, and you need to find a place to serve <laughs> at your local church. Yes, but, but that is part of it. Um, your the sanctification and the growth you have is going to happen on your non Sundays. Yeah. And so that's, and the reason I, I'm so completely passionate about it, and if you would, like I said, if you go back 13 years, if, if I thought I was going to say any of this stuff, I'd have been like, who is she? Um, because I hadn't experienced the absolutely life altering, unbelievable change that comes Really knowing who God is and, and finding your identity in him because you know who he is through his word and it's just powerful. And I, like I said, it has nothing to do with if God loves you or, or any of that kind of nonsense, it all goes back to, I want you to experience the joy of your salvation and the fullness that is talked about in the word of God. I, I yeah. want every woman to know the joy of, of salvation.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm one of those optimists a little bit where I firmly 1000% this is a true leader in to me too. believe that if women would really grasp this and really take hold of getting in the scripture, even if it means sacrificing 30 minutes a day, an hour a day, like, I don't care. I'm beyond the like excuses part, which I have not excuses, but you know, I've experienced lots of seasons too. But like, if we would really not out of religion, but out of, I want to go deeper. Like that is my goal. I want to grow more. I want to know who he is and we get that transformation that he desires for us. I believe that our homes would be different. Our communities would be different. Our government would be different. Like it would just be, wildfire because women are important and women can cultivate change beyond like beyond lines that we're seeing right now. And so it really is a passion. And Abby, I know it's for you too. Mm. It is a passion of us to see women get in the word and it's not to be a better Christian. It's not to be a good girl. It's not to whatever other nonsense people want to throw or be super holy. Like it is to experience God period in a way that you cannot do if you do not get in your word. And so before and and we... here's
1: the other truth. Here's the other truth bomb. And this is where I, I wish that I wish somebody had loved me enough back in the day. i, I like I said, I, I feel like we coddle everybody too much, right? Yeah. It's like, Oh, I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. Oh, I don't want them to think I'm, I'm judging them. And look, there's no judgment here. This is Mm-mm. fact. This is just biblical truth. If you are too busy to read your Bible. You need to reshift your schedule. Yeah, because you're you're spending, you're spending time on things that are just not as important. End of story. And again, everything that you said, this is not about. I mean, like I said, I mean, I I I like to have a joke. I'm a lot of fun. All those so different things. It. Like this is not like a. Cha cha, <laughs> yes. All, this is no condemnation. Again, it is. I wish someone had loved me enough mm-hmm. to say, Abby. This, I mean, if you don't have time, then your priorities are out of whack. Get right under what it matters. Yeah, and and this world is temporal. Eternity is forever. That you want to. Again, it's about experiencing the joy of your salvation and then discipling up your your children or your grandchildren or your nieces and nephews or your neighbors or where my heart is or, or younger women that God just keeps placing in a path that I just love and adore. And so this is coming from such an incredible place of I love you enough to say there's better, like this status quo of what the world screams is important and screams what you have to do is that you, we are to be set apart and look different. And so find that community that will support you in that. And I will, you know, cheer you along. I mean, like, I know you're such an incredible cheerleader, Sam, but I mean- I am too. You are.
0: You are. Yes. And that is, I feel like that's why we're so like, these conversations are so good between you and I, because our hearts are so much aligned and mm -hmm. people talk about abundance so much and like, or like the feel good sermons or the really, those come from this though. Like the abundance, I don't care how much money you have. I'm broke, but my abundance (laughs) is so good, right? It's the abundance in him. And I know that because I know his word and because I've met with the father. And so, okay, you've already given us so much encouragement, but I want you, we're going to wrap it up with like, bring the fire and just encourage the women who have watched this and they they're feeling that tug. Holy spirit is doing his job and he is tugging on some hearts right now.
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't, I mean, the, I guess the final thing is, is that I mean, you just got to do it, quit talking about it, quit thinking about it. Just, I mean, and, and let me just say this, there are other areas of my life that I'm talking to myself right now. Like I need to quit planning and quit trying to make everything perfect. And and, I mean, imperfect action is sure better than just sitting around doing a, I always say a little bit of something beats a whole lot of nothing. So I mean, just, you got to do it.
0: Yes. Yes. And I feel like to know that, know that the Lord will honor your guests, even if it's imperfect, even if you're, you set aside 30 minutes and you only get five, he sees you and values that it's the heart posture that Abby talked about versus like the checklist.
1: <laughs> no checklist for this chick. I mean, I'd leave it on the counter anyway. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you know, so, I mean, not about being perfect, but no. again, it's just, like I said, I, I, There's so much more to your life. I know that there is a woman out there because I've been so burdened. I'll probably start crying for her. Um, I know that there's a woman that is so burdened that wasn't supposed to even watch this, but somebody's friend gave it to her. And and just know, number one, I've been praying for you and crying for you. But like, I, I want women to know that God doesn't hate you. And, and you're not going to get into the word and feel like you're so horrible that God could never love you. Right. Um, while we were still sinners, God sent his son. Um, the only people that can be saved are sinners. And so, but the beauty of it is, is that God will meet us in that dirty pit. Um, but then he'll clean us. We, we, we can't clean ourselves. And so that woman that, There's the woman that I know just feels dirty and, 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 and all of that. and just feels like life is such a struggle right now. And the fact is, is that our circumstances may never change, but the peace and joy in the midst of those circumstances that I love your word abundant, I use that joy of salvation. I think Mm -hmm. interchangeably with your abundance, but there is much joy to be had joy in your motherhood, joy in your marriage, and that God is still in the miracle making of wanting families together. So if you're that woman that is just in a little bit of a funk and a little bit of a pit, there's so much more that, that abundance in your salvation through, through Christ and knowing God through his word
0: so good. Isn't she so good for it? I told you y'all were in for a treat. Okay. So we want more of Abby. Um, the first thing is it's a free, she's giving us multiple things, but a free gift for every person who is hearing my voice. You can click the link below for the salt method freebie. Uh, Abby, will you tell us about that a little bit?
1: Okay. So the salt method, the Lord just kind of it's based on that we are to be the salt of the earth, that we are to be different. And so obviously, um, in case I'm, I don't know if you knew that I love the word of God anywho, (laughs) but what it is, is where you take one or two verses and you kind of dig deep into it. And the beauty is people, it meets you right where you are because it's God's word. And so I'm going to have a video that walks you through. You're going to get a worksheet and you can salt any, any kind of uh, any verse in the Bible. And it's going to walk you through how to do that. And it's it's, it's, because it's just, it's, it's about, it's, it's a combination of prayer and posture and then how to dig in some very technical things that I'll walk you through. And it's just a great, easy way to get involved or get into the word.
0: Yeah. I mean, get more of you and you walk us through that, which I love because somebody needs to hold my hand. And then also for the VIP members, uh, we have an ex- another gift for you. If friend, if you are not a VIP um, member of this event, then click below. There is an easy... I. You guys, I tried to make this so easy where it's affordable. And also these women are giving away things that they have worked very hard on. And so just... a part of the vp but that's below and then abby is um her you can find who is god inside of that so tell us a little bit about that
1: so who is god is basically a curated study on using the salt method but it'll give you actually different verses that will really focus in on the different characteristics of god in case you too have gotten been listening to the world a little too much but it's the totality of god that yes he is holy he is sovereign He's our deliverer, and he is the good shepherd and i could go on and on but that you yeah. get the total not the totality because obviously you can't do that in 25 days but you get this rich diet of the characteristics of who is god and why we love him and serve him
0: Yes, yes, and amen. Thank you so much, Abby, for your time <laughs> and your wisdom and your yeah. funness. Funness. <laughs> I appreciate you. The funness. Funness. Yes. The funness. Much. I love you so much.